0: You are listening to the audio-only version of a video podcast. We thought you'd enjoy an audio version to listen to in the car or anywhere that you can't keep your eyes on the screen. However, this is a video show, so to get the most from today's episode, head to photoapps.expert and click on the podcast button. Or subscribe in iTunes or the Google Play Store by searching for Photo Apps Podcasts. Hey, everybody, just a quick break to remind you about our upcoming workshop in Oaxaca, Mexico, this October. It is called the Oaxacan Light Tour, and this is more than just a traditional photography workshop. This is a photography workshop slash cultural Tourism experience. You're going to meet and see people from all over the region experience things like how they're making traditional foods and textiles and candles and just all kinds of incredibly beautiful things. Not only are we, of course, going to meet them and see what they're doing, but we'll have an opportunity to photograph them and learn how to shoot these different environments. We'll be working indoors, outdoors, with lights, without lights, really spreading the gamut of different types of photography. You'll shoot landscapes, sunrises, sunsets, nature, all kinds of really exciting, really beautiful things. If you head over to photojoseph.com, Slash workshop, You can see our video from our last workshop in January and you'll get a really good idea of what it is we're doing this time. For more information, visit photojoseph.com workshops. And even if you can't attend the one here in Mexico, make sure you sign up for the newsletter. That way you'll find out about any future workshops that we have coming up and you'll get notified first through that mailing list. Now back to our show. When you hear Adobe, you think of huge apps like Photoshop, Lightroom and Premiere. But it turns out they also make a series of smaller, simpler, more approachable apps that anyone can use. On today's show, we'll be exploring the Spark Collection, a trio of apps that let you create dynamic web pages, compelling videos, and engaging images for social media. Follow along to see just how easily you can create eye catching, exciting content to promote your business, share your vacation, or drive traffic wherever you like. Welcome to the Photo Apps Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the photo apps podcast. I'm your host, Photo Joseph, And today my guest is Michaela Strand, the senior product manager for Adobe Spark Video. Michaela, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks so much for having me.
0: So glad you came with us today. So tell us a little bit about what we're going to be seeing today. Um, Adobe's kind of a big company. I think a few people have probably heard of you before. And uh, I think a lot of people are, will be surprised to know just how many apps you guys make. There's a lot stuff, especially on iOS, that a lot of people may not be aware of. So I'm excited to get to give you this opportunity to tell more people about what it is that you're doing over there. But tell us a little bit of an overview on what this Spark app is.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So Adobe Spark is a web and mobile solution for anyone to turn their ideas into visual stories that make an impact. So um, Adobe Spark launched actually last May. So while many of your listeners may be familiar with Adobe Creative Cloud and many apps that we have, they may not have yet heard about Adobe Spark, and it allows you to create three different formats. Um, We have Spark Page for creating modern documents and presentations, Spark Video for creating short-form videos to share online and on social media, and finally, Spark Post for creating social graphics and posts. So Adobe Spark is really focused on making it really fast, really fun, really easy to create content um, that's going to allow you to really stand out um, online and really evangelize an idea or a cause with an audience. And that's what Adobe Spark is all about. Sounds
0: great. So now this works on what platforms? Is this just iOS based or is it web based as well? How does this work?
1: Yeah, it's web and mobile. So you can get started at spark.adobe.com. You can actually create all three formats that I mentioned right from your browser. So all you need is a Wi-Fi connection. And then any projects that you start working on can be synced to any of our companion mobile apps. Oh, great. So we have a distinct mobile app for each format. That's Spark Page, Spark Video, and Spark Post. Just look for those terms in the App Store. Download them um, via the Apple App Store, and then you can start working on one platform, sync it to another, work again. Um, it's all
0: managed via the cloud. Great. And is it on Android as well, or is it iOS only?
1: Uh, not yet. We're excited to move to Android very soon, but
0: not currently. Okay, got it. And then what are the cost of these apps?
1: Yeah, so Adobe Spark is part of the Creative Cloud, and right now it's completely free. So anyone can sign up um, via an Adobe ID or even a social login and get started. Um, so any of your listeners today can okay, so you um, don't, immediately start using you
0: spark. say it's part of, of creative cloud, but it's, you don't have to be a paid member of creative cloud. You just have to sign up for creative cloud to have the account and then you can access it.
1: Yeah. You can just get started right away. Okay,
0: great. And, uh, is there any benefit if you are a paid creative cloud user? Do you have any additional benefits to using spark that you don't get if you're not a paid member?
1: Yeah, absolutely. There are a couple key features that we've uh, made available to Creative Cloud users okay. right now, um, and we'll we'll be doing more of that here in the coming months.
0: Okay. In the demo today, are you going to point out what those are?
1: Um, I hadn't planned on it, but I'm happy to speak. Okay. I just, yeah, I just so want to make sure that
0: so our viewers are watching, they know if they're if they're not a Creative Cloud subscriber, uh, if they're going to be missing any key features that they're going to run into and say, well. I didn't know I couldn't do that. I want to make sure that our audience knows what they will or won't be able to do with the free and then, you know, versus the paid version.
1: Sure. I'd be happy to point that out. Okay.
0: So as we get there, as we come across something, if uh, something jumps out at you, just uh, give a holler for that. So we know, um, and then is it for those features that are available for the paid users? Is it any subscription plan? So if you're on the $10 a month photography plan, for example, do you have the same access to the same features you get if you're on the $50 a month full creative suite plan?
1: Um, Yeah. So we're actually going to be launching um, a paid version of Spark that will be included in your existing creative cloud plans early this fall. So I won't be demoing any of that today, but it is coming. So stay tuned for more updates from Adobe on what you'll be able to
0: do at that time. Okay, great. Now you talked about what kind of what the product overall does, but who is, who's the target market for this? Is this is it for working professionals? Is it for business owners? Is it more for creative just kind of, uh, you know, vlogging, blogging type of type of thing for personal work? Uh, or is it all of the above?
1: Yeah, you mentioned a lot of key groups for us. I mean, Spark is really tailored towards the entrepreneur, aspiring influencer, small business owner, um, the blogging community, absolutely, as well as a number of different kind of knowledge worker groups. So think of business communications, digital marketers, salespeople. Really, um, the key kind of target user for Spark is someone who uh, is creating a lot of content, is hyper focused on the results they want to achieve with that content and is really looking to be inspired get um a creation complete quickly and that's going to actually achieve results for their business or cost
0: okay and then the content that you create so we're going to be working with video today obviously uh, focusing on the video component of it that video that's created is it something that you can export and and render or rather render out and upload to youtube or or um, you know any platform you want or is this something that lives on the on adobe spark page
1: yeah absolutely so all three spark formats pages videos and posts are tailor-made for sharing so starting with spark page you're actually going to be generating a link to a responsive web page that's going to work across any device browser um, and share that via you know email just it's a link Mm -hmm. you can share it everywhere Um, for spark video we're actually outputting an mp4 that can be Also shared as a link or shared directly to social networks like Facebook, um, even embedded into web pages. And then finally, Spark Post, we're generating um, a JPEG image um, or also shareable as a link.
0: And the video, you said it's creating an MP4 so I can grab that video file and push it up to my YouTube page, my YouTube channel if I wanted to.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so you can actually download that Perfect. MP4 file and put it anywhere you'd like.
0: Perfect. All right. Well, I think we got enough of the overview. Let's uh, let's take a look at the service. I think you wanted to start in the web page, right?
1: Yeah, that's correct. All right. Let's, let's so, a look at it. Absolutely. So I know a lot of your viewers are um, photographers, perhaps even focused on having a, a blogging presence or an online presence to really evangelize and showcase your work. So... Um, For today and all the demos, I wanted to focus on um, inspiration from actually an evangelist here at Adobe who's really interested in photography and created some great Sparks after returning from a trip to Iceland. So um, imagine you have a lot of photos, um, maybe even videos that you took on your vacation and you really want to be showcasing that work. And I'm going to show you how Spark can do that.
0: Awesome. Let's have a look. Great.
1: Great. So we're going to start with Spark Page. That's one of the formats that I mentioned. And I started working on one here. So I'm going to create a photo journal about my trip to Iceland. Um, As you can see, we're at spark.adobe.com. All three formats are available for me to create right from my browser. I'm going to go ahead and open this project I started working on. And what's great about Spark Page is you can combine Uh, two really simple ingredients, text and images, to create a really beautiful, elegant, almost magazine-style slideshow presentation that's really gonna put your best foot forward with your work. So um, I started working on on this presentation here. You can see um, how easy it is to start adding uh, text and kind of formatting it um, accordingly. I have access to make items, um, different headlines, uh, different stylistic treatments. Mm -hmm. Um, But we know it's really important to be able to pull in different ingredients from a variety of different sources. So what I'm gonna do is actually show you how to add um, images from Lightroom directly into Adobe Spark into a photo grid. So here you can see I just tapped on Photo Grid and I see all of the available sources that I have along the side. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and click on Lightroom. And when I do that, we're integrating directly with the kind of Lightroom experience your viewers might be used to. I have a collection started here.
0: So this is, number- is going to be whatever collections you have chosen to sync with Creative Cloud. So the ones that would show up on your Lightroom mobile, on your iPad, uh, these are the same ones that we're seeing here. Correct. Okay,
1: so I'm going to ahead and select a couple photos that I want to arrange here, and go ahead and click Import.
0: Pretty photos.
1: Yeah, yes, absolutely. Um, and then I have a couple options. I can kind of arrange how I want them. I can make one larger, mm. um, smaller. I'm actually going to make this one the largest, like so. All in a row, and I'm going to go ahead and click save. So what I've done here is really quickly added these photos directly from Lightroom into my Spark page, which is great. Um, and as you can see, I can add more captions to these photos, really bring them to life with a description.
0: Is how is resolution handled? Do you is there a minimum or maximum of what you want to upload when you're uh, adding photos to this? Or I guess since it's syncing from Lightroom Mobile, it is probably grabbing the highest resolution possible from there. But if you're you know, if you're importing it from Dropbox or something, is there uh, a max size you have to worry about or is it all just going to handle that automatically?
1: Yeah, we do a lot of work to make sure we'll, we'll handle very high resolution images. So there shouldn't be any constraints to be aware of. Excellent. Um, the next item I wanted to show you was how to actually create a glide show. That's another special feature in Spark page that you see right here. Um, and what I'm going to do is, um, import some additional photos. Again, I'm going to use Lightroom.
0: So many pretty places. I have not been there yet. It's, uh, as a photographer, it's clearly on the list. I have to get out there sometime. Oh,
1: it's a photographer's know, dream. That's what I always
0: hear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and save those. Um, and when I do, um, I have the beginnings of what we call a glide show. So these images are full screen, and I have this option to overlay some text um, in these text boxes here on the side. So I can actually um, start explaining what's going on. Uh, in these photos Mm -hmm. and maybe add some text.
0: So you're adding components just like you were before you add in the text. Can you, uh, add in pictures even inside of this?
1: Um, yeah, this particular one is focused on, um, photos, text, even buttons or videos. So it's a way of really overlaying content, on top of your photo. And in a second, I'll show you what happens when you actually uh, preview the published output of of what it looks like. Um, So I'll just, I'm just gonna shortcut it here. Okay. Um, And as you can see, as I scroll, they've got this really beautiful kind of animation engine at work. It's It's actually giving this really elegant experience.
0: Really cool. It's a neat way to show the pictures. It's nice to see them scrolling by behind the text there, kind of animated as they move.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, and as you mentioned, I can even add uh, buttons that say link out to a place that I'd like my viewers to check out. Maybe it's a blog. Maybe it's to learn more. Okay, And a really neat trick is also uh, if I were to focus on this image and actually choose a focal point That will ensure that as users are interacting with my glide show that we're calling attention to any key Points within the photo itself. Okay, so I might actually go ahead and really want everyone to focus on the photographer right here Um, and that way that's locked in okay.
0: So no matter what? Uh, No matter how they're looking at it, because like I I think the preview there, it showed portrait. If you're looking at it on your phone, obviously, it's a totally different aspect ratio than the computer screen. And this allows you to ensure that what you want the people to see stays in the screen, stays visible.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, So that's a glide show. Neat. And I also know that a lot of your viewers are probably Creative Cloud subscribers and maybe even using um, Adobe Stock Mm -hmm. for certain images. You know, a lot of times, like right here, this is a really famous site within Reykjavik. Um, But maybe I'd like a couple more photos to really round out a grid that I'm creating, showcasing what I saw around the city, but I don't have something on hand. Um, If you're an Adobe Stock subscriber, um, what you can do is actually pull in... Um any images that you've already licensed through stock or actually search for new stock imagery directly and license it from within That's Spark neat. page as well.
0: Okay. Yeah, because I know a lot of people who are not photographers and they just want to have an opportunity, you know, we want to make a little web page or whatever it is and have some really good photos in there. It's it's great to have that integration. That's really cool.
1: Absolutely. Um so yeah, I'll show you if I go ahead and save um This right here, you can see that it does have the Adobe stock um, kind of watermark on it. But if I actually went down here, I can go ahead and license it directly Mm. using the credits that are already available within my account. So if you think about it, just adding a couple key ingredients, you know, combining imagery, you know, photos that you've taken during your trip, text, some links um, and organizing via photo grids and glide shows, you can start to create a really beautiful presentation that best showcases the photography or images that you went to go see. Um, So I'll actually show you what a finished output looks like. Um, I worked on this a little longer. Um, So as you can see, this is a recap of the trip.
0: Yeah, it's, it really is it's a nice grid, format. It looks action. very nice. I love that layered animation as you go down the page between those photos and the glide show. It's a good name. I like that.
1: Yeah, it really is gliding <laughs> really elegantly. Very cool. And um, it is a responsive web page, so it will it will adapt accordingly. Um, and also, you noticed, uh, you asked about kind of paid features. Right. Earlier, um, since Adobe Spark is a a free tool today, we do have a little Adobe branding on each of the published output that we have. So you see this little Adobe Spark um, header here at the top. Um, If you are an existing Creative Cloud subscriber, you can remove Uh that uh, Adobe branding. So we find that's a really uh, highly requested
0: feature. Sure, that's fair. Okay. Okay.
1: Um, excellent. Now, what's also great about Spark SparkPage is uh, we have this concept of themes. So if I open this panel right over here, I'll see that I can actually apply a different look or feel to my content just within one top of a button. So you see a couple examples here from Crisp to Nightcap to Whimsy. Um, and if I were to change this to Trek, for example, um, the kind of vibe of my project changes. I see my font has changed. Um, the animation that I use will be slightly mm. different. Um, the spacing, it gives a different look and feel to the overall project.
0: Sorry. How many themes are there?
1: Uh, in Spark Page, there are 12 okay. themes.
0: Great. And is that something that is kind of constantly getting updated? Every once in a while, you open it up and hey, there's a new theme there. Um, but just over time, adding new ones. And can you customize the themes if you decide you don't like a font or a color? Can you tweak those a little bit?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So that'll be part of um, what's going out with Spark later okay. this fall is actually the ability to customize Great. themes. So let's say you're a photographer, maybe you have an online blogging presence. Rather than just remove the Adobe Spark branding, it would be great to be able to add your own branding and actually customize themes to reflect that brand. So that'll be some new features coming out later this fall.
0: Now, can you, I understand that this isn't the kind of thing where you just download the code and upload it to your own website. So it it needs to live on the Spark page, but can you embed this page onto your own blog page? You can. Okay.
1: You can, yes. In fact, um, I'll show you an example. So um, on the Adobe Spark website, um, we have a blog where we publish um, example Sparks Hmm. and behind the scene looks at some of the stories that our users are telling. So this could be any website, just happens to be Spark. Um, But here um, is an example of what it looks like to embed a Spark page. So this one's about, it's called Iced Warriors. I click to read more, it's going to become full screen. Um, but if I exit, I just remove, I go back directly okay. into my web page and it still has that great um, kind of scrolling, elegant uh, animation. So it's kind of a, a site within, within a site
0: page. or page within a page, but you're not leaving your page. So if your, your page, you know, if I put this on photojoseph.com, someone clicks on this, they don't get redirected to a Spark website, to Adobe website. They're still on photojoseph.com. They click the close on there and they're right back where they left off. Correct. That's great. That's a nice format. Because that, that's one of the concerns, right? If you, if you want to use this as a professional, the last thing you want to do is send people away from your website. I don't want to give someone a link on my website to say, hey, go look at this thing that I created, but it's somewhere else and you're probably never going to come back. So that's a nice way to exactly. do it. It just pops up, overlays, whatever you're, you've got on there. Nice.
1: Exactly. It's important to really keep that viewer engaged and on your website. Yeah, absolutely. Hosted. You don't want to
0: send mm-hmm. them away. Okay, cool.
1: excellent um you can also um obviously play with more more themes um shares right here at the mm-hmm. top i just wanted to mention um i can just grab uh, yeah, an embed, embed code, code directly right here um share via email twitter facebook or obviously copy this link sure. to share around Very
0: nice. All right nice and straightforward so yeah, that's that's great it makes it super easy to just create a quick quick little web page that's uh, super pretty
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Obviously, I could keep working on this longer and longer. But the fact that I can simply combine some basic ingredients, some things I have on hand, or I can connect via my other Adobe apps and very quickly turn it into a even more professional, even more well designed eye catching um, story really helps uh, the Spark user stand out with
0: Mm -hmm. their content. Absolutely. And you were saying earlier that since this is all cloud-based, I can start this on my desktop computer and then grab my iPhone and finish up the story there, and vice versa.
1: Correct.
0: Okay. Very good. All right, what do we got next?
1: Great. So that was Spark Page. And next I want to go ahead and talk a little bit about Spark video. Okay. So we know that on social media and online today, video is really becoming the most effective way to stand out and evangelize your idea. Um, if you've seen Facebook or Instagram or even some of the videos being shared around, it's really becoming um, the predominant way that people are communicating. And that's but why video this is a is video actually, podcast.
0: <laughs> exactly,
1: exactly. But Video can also be one of the most intimidating uh, types of mediums to create, especially if you're new to it. So Spark Video makes it really fast, really inviting, really easy to get started.
0: This is what I'm excited to see.
1: (laughs) I work on video, so I'm always a little partial to video. (laughs) A little bit
0: biased.
1: Yeah, absolutely. As any good product manager is. So I started working on a a video right here. Um, Oh, actually, this one right here. And um, Spark Video allows you to combine images, text, even video clips and icons um, into a video. You can add background music. You can also narrate um, to add voiceover to your story. So what I've done is started working on a video here. Um, In this case, I've actually added short video clips um, that I took from a trip to Iceland so you can see um, waterfalls roaring, lights dazzling, uh, landscapes that stir. Um, So these are all video clips that I added and it makes it really easy to add uh, text over each. Um, And what's also great about Spark Video is rather than a traditional timeline, Adobe Spark Video is actually organized as a series of slides. So you can think of it almost like a storyboarding tool where I can click to drag and rearrange each slide, kind of iterate on the best way to really organize my story. So what I have here is a video clip uh, of a geyser, and I'll show you what it looks like by opening the trimmer. Um, So um, what I'm going to do is just adjust kind of the length and then show you what the video looks like
0: Cool. <laughs> a geyser bursting Cute. into
1: the air. It's one of the highlights of a visiting island, That's I would crazy. say. So once I upload a video clip, I can play with you know what duration I want on my slide. So I'm actually going to adjust it just like this. And I kind of have an idea of my head of I want to add some text over this video. Um, but I wanna add some text right as that geyser is starting to erupt. Now, in a traditional video editing tool, I would have to understand how to align the track of my video with my title text to appear at the right time, and I might actually have to have some videography experience to really understand how that works and do it easily. But Spark Video, by virtue of being a slide-based tool, has a couple uh, tricks to make that really simple and really fast. So what I'm going to do is save this clip, uh, like so. And then I'm going to add some text just by clicking on this plus icon here and choosing text, I'll put geysers. And now what I can do is actually click on this little icon here, I'll linger on it for a second. Mm. Um, You'll see it actually says continue clip. So if I tap on this button, what it's going to do is continue this video clip onto another slide, picking right up from where the previous slide left off. Okay. So that the video clip will play seamlessly between the two slides, and then I can add a different piece of text or make a different content decision over that same video clip. Got it. So as you can see here, um, my start length of my slide is fixed. I can adjust my endpoint um, to where the geyser is actually erupting. I'm gonna click Save and then add some text. Excellent. Um, And I can add more content. So I can just add some text over some blank slides, um, and add another slide. This time I'll showcase what icons look like. So these are actually all pulling in from um, a service that we integrate, called the Noun Project, which Hmm. has all these great icons that I can use directly within the application. That's cool. Add an icon. I might actually want to add a little caption beneath it. So I'll switch the layout.
0: Thing plus caption. I like that. Things. One thing, two things. Shouldn't it be called thing one and thing two? No, sorry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Um, so as you can see, within a, just a couple minutes, I can create a pretty professional, kind of eye-catching, catching video. Just combining again content I might have on hand, or I can connect via different sources. Okay. Um, again, using really friendly, accessible terminology to understand how these apps work. So you can get started in just a few minutes, rather than hours sure. or days. Sure. And we also have music that's already licensed for you to use directly within the app here along the side. Mm,
0: that's or nice. Or
1: I can even press this um, record button that you see on each slide to add my own voiceover.
0: Okay. And then you can presumably import your own music as well if you want to.
1: Yep. I can tap this add my own music button here at the top. Great. Um, add my own. I've actually added my own for this particular project here.
0: Well, let's, uh, let's see what it looks like.
1: Um, excellent. So let me show you the finished product. Okay.
0: So now this is a finished product that has been outputted as a video, and but it's playing as a video from the Spark page at the moment.
1: Yeah, exactly. So let me show you. What I did is I would just click uh, share here at the top, mm-hmm. just like I did for Spark page. Um, in this case, I've just generated a, a link.
0: Got it. And I see there's the download button. Yes,
1: download is available as well. Okay,
0: let's see this video. Oh, that looked really cool. Right on.
1: Excellent. So I just created a Spark page to showcase a kind of photo journal about the trip, pulling in different photos that I had taken during that time. Um, I also use spark video to combine short video clips, um, with overlaid text to create a kind of inspirational video. Um, I'll kind of blow your mind for a second. You can actually embed spark videos into spark pages. I assume so, I was
0: going to ask <laughs> if you didn't say it. <laughs> it would have been a little surprised yeah. if you said no. So good.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I can grab that link, um, embed it directly into my spark page okay. that creates a really nice experience for that photo journal that I had made. Um, and what we'd focused on was the web experience. But as we mentioned at the top of the show, Spark is also available on
0: mobile. Absolutely.
1: So for this next demo, I'm going to go ahead and switch to my iPad.
0: Okay, great. Let's, let's get it up there. All right. So you're on an iPad now. And we always like to talk about what actual hardware you're we're using. So what, uh, what iPad are you on there? Just because sometimes people see an app and it's performing really well, but... You know, it's on the latest and greatest gear. So, of course, it performs really well. We like to let our audience know what you're working with.
1: Yeah, I think this is the fourth generation.
0: Okay. Is it an iPad Pro or is that a... What is that?
1: Um, it's just a regular, regular iPad.
0: iPad. Okay, great. Perfect.
1: Yeah. Um, so, what I've done is fired up Spark Post. And Spark Post makes it really easy and fast to create social posts and graphics. Okay. And the first thing I notice when I open the app is this remixable feed of content that you see here at the top. So part of the value proposition of Adobe Spark is getting inspired to create beautiful content as you're working Mm -hmm. within the system. So what I can do is actually tap on any of these designs that I see here, and they are updated regularly. You can come back to the app and see what's been added um, or sort by categories that you see here at the top.
0: So, so these are essentially templates that we're looking at that we're working from, or is this content that other people have created for me to consume?
1: These are templates, these are templates. that okay. you can
0: start Okay, great. from.
1: So um, I might see a template that looks really enticing to me. I might be inspired by the design that I see, um, such as this summer design right here. Nice.
0: So
1: I'm going to go ahead and tap on that and choose the remix option right here. So when I tap on remix, I'm actually able to create directly from this design. Okay. So rather than create a post about summer, I might double tap to replace this text with something more appropriate for my trip back from Iceland. So I'm actually going to recreate that same text effect I like so much in the template, Let's say Iceland, um, which is looking nice. We're using this text cutout effect so I can actually see the image uh, behind the text, mm-hmm. which I'm liking a lot. But Uh, Obviously, it's not um, warm weather (laughs) with palm trees in Iceland. So I'm going to go ahead and tap on that background image and go ahead and replace it. Um, And let's say uh, I don't have an image on hand. I'm just going to search for some free images that are available within Spark. Um, I can search for Iceland. And I'm liking this kind of mountainous image right here go ahead and add it in. It's looking really nice. Um, and I'm pretty happy with the design I have so far. Um, but a, another key feature I wanted to show of Spark Post is actually the ability to change the layout um, and resize it for different dimensions that I might care about depending on where I'm sharing sure. this image. Okay. So. If any of your viewers are creating content for different social networks and trying to keep abreast of all of the dimensions for an Instagram story versus an Instagram post versus a YouTube thumbnail, it can really take a lot of time. Mm -hmm. Spark post makes it super easy. So I'm going to tap on layout here along the bottom and go ahead and click on resize here in the center. And when I see resize, I see a bunch of presets available to me along the bottom of the app. And my design will actually automatically scale and change based on the dimensions of that social platform. That's really cool. So I might want this to be better viewed on Facebook versus Pinterest versus a YouTube thumbnail, maybe a Facebook ad, slightly different. Yes, it Um, is. <laughs> and you know in this case I hear from a lot of photographers how just visually engaging Instagram sure. is and obviously Instagram release stories So it's a great way of telling your followers. Hey, I have a new blog post up." Let's say I took that spark page embedded it onto my website mm-hmm. and I actually want to drive my Instagram followers to go check out that latest sure. blog post so I'm gonna go ahead and click on Instagram story And when I do that, I've got that same design laid out in a nice vertical format. Um, So that's looking pretty good, Um, but I want to add some more text. So I'm going to go ahead and add text over here on the side. And I might say something like new journal up on the blog. And I might say swipe up since this is an Instagram story. So as you can see, I've added some some text, and I'm going to go ahead and change the font to something that looks a little nicer with the rest of my design. I'm going to go ahead and do this one here. and I've added some text, it's a little dominant. Um, What's great about Spark Post is we have a feature called Magic
0: Text. (laughs)
1: by which uh, the text, as you can see here, is um, justified Mm -hmm. to the sides. And as I use um, these four corners to adjust the size of the text, it will actually rearrange the text accordingly. That's super nice. So in this case, I really want that swipe up um, call to action to be the kind of primary piece of text the user sees down below. And I'm gonna follow these kind of yellow grid lines to make sure it's centered, and go ahead and click done.
0: Cool. Oh, well, that's really neat. So,
1: so showed a couple of things: the text knockout effect of this particular design, which I like. Um, how to resize it for different social platforms or use cases, mm-hmm. and then magic text that helps me rearrange my typography in really elegant, beautiful nice. ways.
0: Oh, that's really slick. I can totally see it using this one. This is is neat. I'm obviously posting to Facebook, Instagram, everything all the time. And this is a nice way to kind of spruce that up a little bit, add some text to it for sure. Uh, This is great. Really nice layout.
1: Great. Um, Excellent. So that's uh, kind of an Instagram story. Um, But I wanted to go back and show you one more thing in Spark Post because you can do more than just add text over a single image. You can also use a new feature that we introduced called Magic Layout, which allows you to create different collages, um, different kind of arrangements of your multiple images, combine different patterns, text. So if I go back to uh, the templates page Mm -hmm. that we saw um, here at the beginning, um, I see a couple of these designs look like they're using some magic layouts. So if I keep scrolling for inspiration, um, I'm looking at a
0: bunch. Is there an, an one icon other. or something that tells you that it's a magic layout or is it just anything that has more than one picture?
1: Yeah. Just anything that's, um, like this, this yoga brochure here is using magic okay. layout. This, um, succulent planter workshop here is using a magic layout. So what I'm going to do is click on this one here and go ahead and remix it. And I like this design. Again, I'm inspired by the templates that are available for me in Spark Post, but I really want to use this for um, my trip to to Mm -hmm. Iceland. Um, And maybe I'm actually going to be creating a brochure of some kind for a workshop I want to hold with other photographers that want to know the latest tips and tricks of what I learned when I returned from my trip. So I'm going to take a moment and actually just um, replace some of the imagery in this template with something a little more appropriate. So I'm going to go ahead and use my Lightroom account again, Mm -hmm. that Iceland collection that I like so much. And I'm going to add some images. Use Lightroom right here. I'm gonna go ahead and use this nice scene of the the mountain road, um, which I like. And this green isn't really working anymore with my design, so I'm gonna go ahead and change the color to something that kind of matches the design that I'm going for a little bit more. Oops. I'm gonna make sure that you can read the text like so. Um and what's great about Spark Post is also this feature that we're showing here along the bottom called palette. So if I tap on palette, we're actually creating different color palettes for you to apply nice. to your designs. And within any given color palette, I can create different variations of that color palette.
0: Okay. It looks like did it just overlay some color on top of the Yeah, it's overlaying color on top of the pictures as well, help tie it all together. That's, that's yeah, really it's nice. actually
1: gonna pull in some some filters to those photos okay. so that they're looking really cohesive and beautiful. Neat.
0: Yeah, that's nice. It really does tie it all together.
1: Yeah, so in this case, maybe I'm creating a photography workshop, as we mentioned, and I'm gonna make sure that it's uh maybe it's on Friday at six PM, just like this this suggests, and maybe it's a couple dollars to attend. Okay. And I can, again, play with some fonts that I think are going to best work with this design, maybe something a little more bold that's going to stand out. Um, And that's great. So I just used a template that used a magic layout to kind of start to lay out my design. But the great thing about magic layout is there are so many different variations available to me along the bottom. So Mm -hmm. while I started with this 4x4 grid, perhaps I want to see what this looks like In this type of design Uh, or maybe i want to play with different variations that all um could work for me um, if i so desire
0: now can you manually rearrange so i want the uh i don't know that picture that's in the middle left put it at the top or you just basically hit, hit shuffle and have it cycle around until it comes up with something that's uh more in line with what you wanted
1: yeah you can shuffle it around and what's great is i can adjust the kind of parameters Mm -hmm. here and have everything adjust, which is really nice. Cool. Um, I can even adjust things like the spacing. So if I go ahead and tap on this, maybe I want to add a little border along the edges and even within each cell, so you can really appreciate um, each element on its Mm -hmm. own. And it's looking nice, but instead of black, maybe white right. something that's going to look a little more fresh, um, with those images. And now it's taken me just a couple seconds to cycle through some different design options for showcasing and creating a, um, photography workshop brochure. Sure. Neat.
0: That is very cool. Now, is there any connection between this and the spark post and the video and, um, the, the pages? Yeah,
1: absolutely. So I could download this Spark post and import it into one of my Spark videos okay. or in one of my Spark pages, um, just like you can put Spark video into Spark sure. page. Okay. It's kind of an inception model <laughs> at play. Nice.
0: Alrighty, That's really cool. That's a nice nice design, nice and simple to do. And this is uh, – obviously, you're on the iPad right now, but it works on iPhone as well on the smaller screen. Correct. Okay, great. And then once you're done with these, you're just saving out a picture file – jpeg whatever to the camera roll and then you can upload that to instagram facebook twitter whatever you're going to share it to
1: yeah absolutely so i'm sheet. just going to tap okay. on share right here you can see the share Sheet. um i can just save this image yeah. directly to my camera roll um or directly to a social network or platform of my choosing Great.
0: that is very cool nice nice package um, nice three little apps to live together and create some nice simple content um yeah i think it's really neat I know. Especially this one. This is the one that's got my attention. Um, I was excited mostly about the video, but now that I've seen this, this is the one that I know that I'll use. You know, it's exciting Great. to see. Yeah. Right on. Was there anything else in the apps that you wanted to show us before we, we move on?
1: Uh, no, those were the key awesome. items.
0: Well, thanks again for showing that to us. It is really cool. Hopefully our audience will enjoy playing with that as much as I know that I will. Um, it's uh, It's looking really good. Nice and easy to use. That's definitely, uh, definitely good. Right on. Well, let's uh, let's move on with the show then. So the next portion of the show, as our audience knows, is our guest app pick. And this is where you, the guest, gets to pick your favorite app. And uh, of course, the caveat is that it can't be from, it can't be your own app. And I'm going to extend that a little bit broader and say it cannot be an Adobe app, which I realize encompasses about half of the apps on the App Store. But uh, outside of Adobe, what is your favorite photography related app? that you want to talk about. And this can be on any platform. It doesn't have to be on iOS. It could be iOS on a Mac, Windows, Android, whatever you like.
1: Absolutely. I appreciate this question. It is very difficult for me to choose an application that's not from Adobe (laughs) these days. It's a great place to work as well as a great company for using apps. So I'm definitely biased. Um, So I rephrased the question for myself and was thinking, what's the latest photography related app that I went and sought and and used? And, You know, it's always fascinating, especially as a product manager, what independent companies Uh, or even apps spin up because another platform or app is uh, not solving a certain problem. So for me, I love shooting panoramas, and Instagram doesn't have a good way of showing off those panoramic images. Um, They get really small and cropped, and you really want the user to appreciate the full breadth of the panorama that you took. So I've been using Instapan recently to do that. It actually turns your panoramic image from your iPhone into an elegantly scrolling video. Um, really simple, really, really easy, um, but a great app.
0: Yep, there we go. I've already got it on my phone. I've used this one as well. Yeah. Yeah. Instapan exactly. is great. Yeah. That, it's a really cool app. Uh, like you said, just makes it really easy to take your panoramic in there and just generate a little movie. And I think you can add music to it if you want to. And, and off it goes. That's great. Cool. Good, good choice. Well, we will link to that in the show notes for anybody watching or just go to the app store and search for Instapan. Do you know if that's on Android as well? It's obviously on iOS. Um,
1: I believe it is on Android. Good.
0: Good. That's cool. Great. Good. Very good choice. I like it. All right. Well, thank you again. That does bring us to the end of our show. So before we say goodbye to you, where can people go to learn more about the app and uh, and everything that it can do?
1: Absolutely. So you can check out Adobe Spark by going to spark.adobe.com. So check out the webpage. We've got a blog with lots of articles and inspiration gallery. We can actually check out what other users of Spark are creating across the three formats or search for any of our companion mobile apps within the app store. Just search for Spark page, Spark video or Spark post Uh, or follow us on all relevant social media at Adobe Spark. Great.
0: I'm just going to pull up the Instagram page here so people can see what that looks like. If I can find that right preset, here we go. So there's the Instagram account. So this is stuff that other people have posted and you're resharing to show off your user's work?
1: Yeah, it's a combination. Um, Mostly what users are creating, um, some things that we create, other uh, Instagram accounts that are using Spark that we want to kind of showcase the good work that they're doing.
0: That's a great place to get inspiration. Very good. Very good. Exciting! Oops, exciting. Okay, I will edit that out. <laughs> That's <is> my bad. <laughs> Switched pages on my presets and got completely lost. Where am I? All right, exciting stuff. That is really cool. Very nice. Sorry, right, let me get back to my notes here and see if there's anything else we got to do before we say goodbye to everybody. We got all the links in there. I guess that's about it. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. I do appreciate it. It's nice to see something like this. It's great to see something so n- nice and simple and concise from a company as big as Adobe. You know, obviously you guys have the Photoshop and Lightroom and all these big, huge, enormous apps, but it's great to see these tiny little apps that are do just a couple of things, doing really well, make it easy for the end user to get in there and have some fun with it without having to learn how to use Photoshop and go to class for a year before they can figure things out. So. Very good. Well, thanks for, uh, thanks for bringing that to us again. So with that, it is time to say goodbye. So everybody who's watching now, don't forget to, uh, to check out Adobe Spark. Just go to their webpage, of course, or jump on the App Store and download it to your phone or tablet. I think it's, a, a, while doing it on the web is great, I think the vast majority of users, I don't know, you can tell me, but I would imagine the vast majority of users are using it on a, a mobile device. It certainly is a, it's the type of app that really feeds into that mobile, the mobile workflow. You know, seems like a seems like a good place for it to be. And uh, again, you've shared the the cost of those being zero for the vast majority of things. But if you are a paid Adobe Creative Cloud user, you do get some extra advantages, and that's that's really nice to be able to remove the branding. That's a that's important. That's very important. And if you're a professional and you're using Adobe Creative Cloud already, then uh, obviously it's just it's there for you and off you go. So excellent. All right, well, thanks again, excellent. everybody. Uh, you can check me out and follow my stuff on the socials at uh, at Photo Joseph everywhere on Twitter, Instagram and all that good stuff. And of course, to see other episodes of this podcast, you can head to photoapps.expert website and just click on the podcast button. We're also on YouTube and on the the iTunes store. If you go to iTunes and just search for photo apps podcast, you'll find it there or just search for photo Joseph. That might even be easier and find previous episodes. You can subscribe on iTunes. If you're not already, you can su- subscribe both at 1080p and 720p. Plus we have an audio only version. While this is obviously a primarily a video podcast, uh, we understand that watching video while driving is general, generally frowned upon. So if you want to be able to listen to the show in the car, there is an audio version for you as well. So that's it, everybody. Thanks again for coming in. And uh, with that, it's time to put your cap back on and go edit some photos.